The Lord's birth is the birth of peace. Christ is our peace. We pray for peace. Christmas has already happened, and thank God no one can cancel it. Vatican Viewpoint, the church in the world seen from Rome. A podcast produced by Vatican Radio. I'm your host, Devin Watkins. Perhaps you're wondering why we're still banging on about Christmas here on Vatican Viewpoint. Well, that's because it's still Christmas for us Catholics. The Feast of Christ's birth is so important that the Church dedicates an octave to it. That's eight days of festivities running until January 1st. So to keep the Christmas spirit alive, we've received several messages from people around the world. First, let's start with Rachel Goldberg, an Israeli woman whose son was taken hostage during Hamas's rampage on October 7th that kicked off the Israel-Hamas war. Father and our friends at the Vatican and all of our Christian friends and neighbors all over the world. This is Rachel. I am the mother of Hirsch Goldberg Poland who has been a hostage in Gaza for the last 75 days. But I wanted to reach out to wish all of you a happy and healthy Christmas season. We really appreciated the time that the Holy Father took to give to us when we were in Rome the hostage families, it really touched us that you care about all children of God and that you gave us a lot of words of encouragement. So I just wanted to take a moment to wish all of you a very healthy, happy, joy-filled season. And we are praying that we will have good news soon and that we will have our whole family back together. Let's go to a message from Father Francesco Paton, the Custos of the Holy Land, who speaks to us from the Basilica of the Nativity in Bethlehem, which lies in the occupied West Bank, Palestine. Dear friend, this year the Grotto of Bethlehem is empty, as are the streets and squares of the city. When Mary and Joseph came to be registered, there was not even a room for them. Today, all the rooms in Bethlehem are available, waiting for the war to end, for the pilgrims to return, for the illuminations and the voices of children in celebration to brighten up the streets of the city again. During this time, many have asked if we have cancelled Christmas. We have not cancelled Christmas, because Christmas has already happened, and thank God no one can cancel it. Christmas consists in the fact that the Son of God entered our history once and for all, 
made himself one of us, was given to us, gave meaning to our lives and in doing so saved us. We may find ourselves in the midst of the worst and most difficult situations, in the midst of the darkness of history. We may find ourselves in the midst of the darkness of war and hatred. And yet, even if the darkness does not receive the light, the light continues to shine and cannot be extinguished. On the contrary, the more we find ourselves immersed in this night, personal and collective, the more we need the light to shine. And we need the light to spread everywhere from this grotto, to keep alive the hope of a new world, save thanks to the birth of this child, Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. During this Christmas, choked by the darkness of hatred and war, let us kneel before the empty manger in which Mary laid the child Jesus after giving birth to him and wrapped him in swaddling clothes. Merry Christmas from Bethlehem. Staying on the theme of peace, Sister Mary Barron is the president of the International Union of Superiors General. The Lord's birth is the birth of peace. This quotation, which Pope Francis cited last year in his Christmas Urbi et Orbi message, is a message we all long to hear. Our human hearts are always yearning for the deep interior peace that is only possible in God. So many of us take peace for granted in our daily lives, but this is not the reality for many. This year, as we turn our eyes to Bethlehem, remembering that first Christmas night when the infant Jesus was born in the manger, our hearts are heavy with sadness at the reality of Bethlehem today and the reality of so many parts of our world where the gift of peace seems a distant and even impossible reality. The Lord's birth is the birth of peace. We cannot separate the desire for peace from the virtue of hope that we Christians must live in abundance. Our hope is not of this world, just as the peace offered by the Lord is not a peace of this world. Our hope looks beyond the horizons of this world. Our experiences on the journey through life teach us that no matter how dark our days seem, no matter how unbearable the weight of suffering, there is always a re-emerging from the darkness. There is always resurrection. This is often no consolation as we journey in darkness, but somehow our faith keeps us on the journey, helps us persevere, helps us bear the trials without being completely broken. The Lord's birth is the birth of peace. If we Christians do not have faith in this message, who will? Let us live this message again this year as we welcome anew this birth of peace in our lives. Let us be fervent in our prayer to be faithful witnesses to this birth of peace so that it may be an incarnated message 
to all those we meet. May the Lord's birth truly be the birth of peace for our world. Listening to Vatican Viewpoint. This week we're enjoying some more Yuletide spirituality as the octave of Christmas continues. Here's Archbishop Timothy Broglio, President of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops and Archbishop for the Military Services. As we celebrate the Nativity of the Prince of Peace, my thoughts go out to all of those who suffer from the trials of war. Certainly the Holy Land, Ukraine, Syria, and Africa readily come to mind. However, we must also think about our societies and cities. We pray for peace. We engage ourselves in a renewed attempt to encourage civil dialogue and cooperation in place of stale polemics, education and understanding in place of foregone conclusions and the repetition of the last thing garnered from the internet. Divine love moved the Eternal Father to send His Son for our salvation. It means that Almighty God deemed us worthy of that supreme sacrifice. That tells us something about the value of each unique human person and urges us to treat each other with respect, understanding, and courtesy. Peace begins there. And we are ever learners who want to enshrine peacemaking in the ordinary activities of each day. Most of us are not called to the negotiating table but we can all communicate ways of peace and respect. We ask to join that first band that kept company with Jesus, the donkey and the ox, so as to learn some docility from them. We might then also appreciate the value of silence in our noisy world. I willingly wish all the listeners a blessed Christmas and a new year of peace with justice. And finally, let's listen to this reflection from Monsignor Robert Vitello, Secretary General of the International Catholic Migration Commission. I deeply believe that Christ is our peace, and yet there are so many people who are living without peace and struggling with that. This year, I traveled twice to Colombia. And we met at the border with bishops from both sides of the border of Ecuador and then also Colombia and Venezuela. And on the way to Ecuador, we watched so many people walking over the mountains, 
old people, disabled people, pregnant women, and women carrying children and men trying to drag whatever possessions they could bring with them. I think that's something that we need to remember, that Jesus and Mary were homeless. And not only did they stay homeless on the night of Jesus' birth, but they soon became refugees themselves because of Herod's threat against Jesus. So we need to see that Jesus came in a situation of suffering, of evil, and yet he brought us light and hope and peace. And once again, a very Merry Christmas to you all. Thank you for joining us here on Vatican Viewpoint. We'll be back again next week.